Hello, hello everyone. So, this is another one of these sit down and talk episodes, which I do think are helpful. I think it's nice to just talk and get these out there and have these shorter episodes, you know. And the good thing about this one is that it's going to be slightly different. So, it's not necessarily business related. Um, Obviously, you guys know, if you follow me, a huge part of what I do is fitness, business, and then also mental health. And I feel like, in a sense, this does truly affect business. You know, if your mental health's not good, then your business isn't thriving and you're not who you want to be and you can't be the super positive person online and, you know, all the things I've touched on before. So this episode is going to be about panic attacks and anxiety in particular and how to kind of conquer them. Um, So a little bit of a background if you haven't listened to any of my more personal episodes before, but I'm someone who's always struggled with mental health um, since probably I was pregnant with my first child I want to say always struggled with my mental health um someone who's had postpartum depression I'm someone who's been suicidal and I am someone that to this day still really suffers with panic attacks and a lot of paranoia and anxiety obviously the thing I want to say is if you suffer with any of this is that everybody suffers with some sort of mental health it might not be to that extent but some of us will have some sort of anxiety some of us will have extreme anxiety some of us will have some of us will typically be overthinkers and some of us will have deep paranoia and some of us will just feel anxious and some of us that will lead to a panic attack. You know, mental thought, mental health never comes in one shape and one size. And that's the one thing to know. So obviously how you deal with it is going to be very, very different. Now, if you feel unsafe at any point, I want to get this out of the way. It's super important to contact someone. I know what it's like when you're in bed and you don't want to get out of bed, and you just about manage to brush your teeth every single day, and know what that's like. But if nothing changes, nothing changes. And if you want out from the situation that you're currently in, you need to be brave enough to talk. You need to be brave enough to contact someone and do something. Do something, anything, just to try and get you out of this hole. And I always try and picture, whenever I'm in a deep phase of really bad mental health I try and picture myself almost as if I'm stuck in this deep hole and there's a ladder and I'm just going to climb it step by step and each day I'm going to build a new step so whether that step is today I'm going to brush my hair today I'm going to shower today I'm actually going to find help today I'm going to book the doctor's appointment today I'm going to start therapy today I'm going to take medication today I'm going to adopt new techniques you know lots of different things that will get you out of that hole but you don't start getting out there until you make that first step on the ladder. So that is the first thing I kind of want to talk about. Now, leaving into anxiety and panic attacks, I myself get really bad anxiety sometimes. Now, I am on medication for anxiety and I do do therapy and I'm a big believer in that's okay. And if that's what you need to survive, that's what you need to survive, you know. That is my sense of help. But um, there is a couple of techniques that I have put in place that I wanted to share with you guys. And Obviously, I spoke on Instagram as well, um, and I kind of asked Instagram, you know, so many people in my community in particular um, do struggle with things like anxiety, depression, panic attacks, paranoia, etc. And if they had any tactics, and they had some really, really good tactics for you guys listening to. So first one I want to talk about is the most important one. There are several different signs to recognize a panic attack and severe anxiety, quite often with myself and bear in mind as I'm talking about this I am talking about myself from experience so everyone's different I will often feel my chest tightened which is quite common 
And that's when your breath starts to lose it. You start to get super short of breath. Maybe you notice your breath pick up, your pulse pick up, your heart racing a little bit and that tightness in chest and that panicky overstimulation feeling. That's quite often what I get. And I think a lot of you guys are mums. Obviously, this is the boss mum of the podcast. You know, you can get it when the silliest of things, you know, the kids are listening to the iPad, the TV's on, the house is a mess, you know, the curtains aren't quite shut right. (laughs) And it's that one little thing and your phone's going off and you can feel overstimulated and that can even lead me into a panic attack sometimes. Quite often, I'm a really bad overthinker as well. And that can lead me into a panic attack. But one thing to note about overthinking, if that is your trigger, is that the future does not exist. It hasn't happened yet. And understanding that concept of what I'm worrying about hasn't actually happened yet. What I'm worrying about doesn't actually exist in any world really helped me stop overthinking. The fact that I'm sat here thinking of the worst thing that's going to happen next week or in a month's time when that's not real. That's not happened. That's made up. The future has not occurred yet. And getting my head around that when I start to overthink has really, really helped. Now, the other thing to think about, when you are in a state of panic and you are in a state of helplessness, because I think when it does come to anxiety and things like that, you do often feel helpless, particularly when it spirals into depression. And we feel like, oh, I've been here before and, you know, I'm not getting better and it's never going to change and my life's always going to be this way. I want you to remind yourself, put your hand on your heart and remind yourself, I've gotten through every hard day before, so I'm going to get through this one. I guarantee if you're someone listening who is currently struggling with their mental health, it won't be the first time. And if it is the first time, more's going to come because that just happens in life. And that last time you felt like it was it, that you were at the bottom of the bottom, the lowest of the low, that nothing could change, that nothing was ever going to get better and it's always you and why me? When you felt like that before, it passed. So this is going to pass. So if you're in that deep depression or if you're in that hole that we talk about or even that state of panic where you can feel that panic attack coming on, first thing I want you to do, hand on your chest. Remember, this has passed before. It's going to pass. It's going to stop. You're going to calm down and it is going to pass and things are going to get better. And quite honest, if I'm truthful, that panic attack moment, you almost need to kind of get it in your head of sometimes it could be a release. Because sometimes, especially as women, as mums, we take on too much. We put all this pressure on ourselves and we're going to boil over. Of course we are. It's almost like the popcorn in a pot, right? The more heat that's applied, the popcorn's going to pop and it's going to overflow. And it's exactly the same with us and our brains. The more heat, which is the pressure, you know, that I've got to pay this bill. I haven't replied to this person. I'm such a terrible friend. I haven't done washing in so many days. You know, the kids have had frozen food again for dinner. All that pressure, that heat, it's going to make the popcorn pop, which is your bloody brain, <laughs> okay? So your heart in your chest, hand on your heart, and remind yourself it's going to pass. It's going to pass. It's passed before, it will pass again. Now, the next thing to do is to control your breathing. There is so many techniques from 54321 to 233, um, so many, but I like to use the one in particular, which is four deep breaths in through the nose and then four deep breaths in through the mouth. So you literally, through your nose, one, two, three, four, and release through the mouth and physically say it. 
And then once again, breathe in through the mouth. One, two, three, four, and out through the nose. And that's what you want to do. So for four counts in the nose, four counts in the mouth. And that is going to help you get some sort of control in your breathing. Now, it's super hard when you're in that panicky phase. But getting that breathing under control is going to be so, so key to stop that panic attack. Because I know for me, I'll be going, no, I can't do it. I can't breathe. I can't. And I get panicky. And when I start to get panicky, I start to talk. I start to not control the situation. I then become very faint. And that's quite often when things lead to worse things. So getting that breathing control, your hand on your heart, remembering it's passed before, it's going to pass again. You're going to get through this. And this is a milestone of change. And this is the day that something's going to change and it's happened. Reminding yourself you're present, you're safe, you're well, you're in an environment that's okay. Okay, and then controlling that breathing. And that's really where you want to start. Now, the next kind of techniques have just been incredible. I've used them with friends in situations where they've nearly had panic attacks and really struggling with anxiety. And I've used it on myself. And they are absolutely brilliant. So if you are noticing you're having a panic attack or any sort of really bad anxiety where you just can't think straight, overthinking, the key point is distraction. So there's several different things you can do this. One of my friends said that she likes to ask people to list them how to bake a cake. So if someone's having a panic attack, ask them, how do you bake a cake? They start listing the instructions, the ingredients. Similarly, if you are by yourself and this isn't to someone, you could ask yourself, right, find everything in the room that's the color green. And straight away, your brain's distracted. You're looking for all these green things. And I know to some people, if you've not struggled with anxiety, depression or any panic attacks, that will sound ridiculous, but it's that distraction. So try and take those on board. Next time you're having a panic attack or you're with someone, distract yourself. Okay, can you list, you know, how to bake a cake? Okay, how do you, I don't know, turn the oven on? Okay, what's every item in the house that's green? Can you find them? Can you look around the room and list them out loud? It's that form of distraction. And then before you know it, you will start to come down. The heart rate will calm down. Because I think quite often with panic attacks as well, for me, when I notice my heart rate pick up, I panic more that I'm going to pass out, that I'm not going to be able to breathe. So if you can't control that breathing with those breathing techniques, then you look for things in the room of a certain colour and list them. And this was a really, really popular one, actually, on Instagram as well. Or you list out instructions of how to bake a cake, how to play chess, whatever it is. But that's a form of distraction and that's going to get control of that breathing. And that really, really is going to start to help. Now... I wanted to move on and talk about prevention because it's well and good to say, you know, what to do when we're in this zone, but how do we stop ourselves from getting there? And it goes back to my first point of reach out to someone. I know, and it's so bloody normal, by the way. I know it's easy to feel like a weirdo and like there's something wrong with you. And I promise you there isn't. More people, especially after the pandemic, are struggling with their mental health so much and more people are having panic attacks, more people are facing depression. It's not great, but you're not a weirdo. No one's going to think, oh my God, what the hell is wrong with her? Like, she's got it all. She shouldn't be feeling like that. No one's going to think that. Everyone is a lot more understanding of different people's situations now. There are so many helplines out there. So obviously, if you want to speak to someone, key point, depending on what level and what severity you feel like your anxiety is at, is going to be to go to the GP. Now, I'm really lucky that I've got a wonderful, wonderful GP and he is just incredible and he will have me call him and he is just absolutely amazing. 
However, if you're a bit anxious to go to the GP and speak about your feelings, there's many things like talking therapies. So I'm in the area of Medway, which is in south of England, um, and my county does talking therapies, which is an online therapy session. I've been to therapy twice now, and it's really, really helped me just unlock, you know, the reasons behind why I feel what I feel, and that does help improve it. And then there's other services. If you feel like you are really struggling, you can obviously call places like Samaritans, Mind. There's so many different ones. A lot of services out there now you can just text. Because I know particularly if you are feeling super anxious, getting on the phone is really bloody hard. I right now, I'm actually going through a very much anxious period where I'm struggling to call people. And um, a lot of people from my work are asking for phone calls and one-to-ones. And I just can't. I just can't do it. And that's okay because you will get there. You don't want to climb the whole bloody ladder. Just a step at a time, remember. So if you feel like you need to speak to someone, text him. Or even a friend. A lot of people understand, and I'd like to think that I was this friend as well. Getting out of nature, having a coffee with a mate, going for a bit of a walk. I promise you, your friends are going to understand. That's what they're there for. And if you don't want to talk about it, you don't want to talk about it, but still meet up with your friends. Still go for that walk and that cup of coffee as a pure distraction. They always say as well, and this is a key one, your environment. Now, even if you're trying to fix yourself, and you're in a super negative environment, you know, you're in a house where everyone's arguing or a workspace where it's very toxic and it's just not serving you, walk away where you can, where you can, okay? If you've got a friend and every time you meet them, they're just talking crap about how rubbish this is and rubbish that is and gossiping, well, perhaps don't bloody meet that friend anymore, (laughs) okay? You are the person of the five you surround yourself by. And I know that is a saying, especially in network marketing and business, we have heard so many times, but it works for mental health too. And I know sometimes that's family, I even myself, you know, there's certain family members I will go to and they will just bring me down and they're moaning about work and they're moaning about this and they're moaning about that. And I, I leave drained and I call these people energy vampires. So I want you to take a step back and really look, who are you giving your precious time to? If it's spending too much time with these energy vampires, you know, walk away. And like I say, if it is family, just limit it. I've got certain family members that I limit time with because it's not good for my mental health to be around them. They're not nasty. They're not horrible people. But to be around someone who's just moaning about everything 24-7 and everything's gone wrong and poor old them, you know, that's hard. That's draining on you, someone who's already just trying to survive right now. So limit your time. And if you can't limit your time, if you're in a household with that person, just make sure you even your time out. So say, for example, if I'm in a household with someone who does drain my energy, I will make sure that every single day I go spend time with someone that does lift me up. And even if you can't do that, podcasts. There are so many amazing podcasts. It's like you're virtually with these people, you know, or a Zoom with them, anything. I love, love, love listening to a daily podcast in my car. And sometimes it's about business, sometimes it's about random things, but a lot of the time it it leaves me feeling very positive. It's good to be around people like that who are motivated, who are driven and who are happy. And that rubs off on me. So even if you can't be with your group of people in person, get that podcast on. And then one of the last things I want to say is an amazing app called Habit that I recommend to all clients. 
right well I had to stop there if I say that because <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear this is actually three days later but um so what a big massive tree fell down outside my house and they're just chainsawing it away 24 hours around the clock apparently so I had to stop recording but anyway one of the last points I wanted to make in helpful tools of how to deal with anxiety and depression is the app Habit. Habit is a fantastic app that I promote to everyone, every client I get, every team member I get. It's really good and can be used in multiple ways, whether you have a big organization or a small organization, whether you're someone who's very, very busy and struggling to make time for the important things, or whether you're someone who is in that phase that we spoke about where you can't get out of bed and even brushing your teeth is the hardest task. Habit is essentially an app on the App Store, both on Android and Apple, where you can set your yourself daily do's. So if I was super stuck and in a super dark place, which I have been, I would set yourself a couple tasks on there that you can swipe when you're done and they give you little reminders too. You could set yourself the task to brush your teeth, to get changed, to have a shower, to make your bed, to drink water <laughs> to have breakfast lunch dinner and you know what even to this day now we started habit when I was in a really bad place and those basic things were on there still on there is a reminder to have breakfast lunch dinner because if you're anything like me when you're going through a depressive episode or you're super anxious you just stop eating and you stop thinking about these little things so if you are in that place definitely download habit definitely put on there the simple little wins that you can achieve every single day because you will start to feel amazing as you tick these things off and obviously we know you know when you do make your bed when you do wash your hair brush your teeth have three meals a day it does naturally start to impact your mood so even achieving those little things as silly as it sounds it will help you conquer whatever you're going through so consider downloading a habit but I think that is all my top tips now I just want to say as well I'm not an expert and I think sometimes as someone who has studied mental health and has qualifications in mental health in particular, we're seen as someone who should be positive all the time and have all the answers. Now, one of the reasons I can talk to you about all this is because I've gone through it myself and I still go through it day in, day out. You know, I'm on medication for my depression and anxiety and I'm not ashamed of that. Many people are in order to cope. You know, I do therapy in order to cope as well. And I'm learning every single day what's right for me, what's right for my mental health and what can help me in the hope that it will help so many other people as well. So if you have got value from today, I really hope it helps. You are amazing. And I want to tell you that because not everyone gets told that every single day. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for even just taking the time to listen to this. And any step forward you make, logging off this podcast, rave about it, shout about it, pat yourself on the back. If you want to message me and say, hey, I downloaded habits there and I brushed my teeth for the first time in, I don't know, a week. Do it. Like, I will cheer you on. So will so many other people. So that's that for now, guys. I'll see you soon.